Welcome to Interior Design Today with your host, Mary Nextat. What did we learn from Sandy? A natural disaster that has changed many people's lives. And almost everyone who is in the Northeast knows of someone or a situation that has been devastated by this natural disaster. And now we look at things like building codes and we say, well, what if things were not designed the way they were? What if the wind load would, had been stronger on these buildings so they would not have diminished or disappeared? What if the different construction systems that were used were more supportive? Think of all the problems that would have been eliminated. In Harrisburg, there was a very serious flood, Agnes, in 1972, which caused many of the building codes to be changed. Yes, of course, it was a federal regulation, but not every community adopted those standards. Some of them just pushed it aside, saying this doesn't happen here. We don't have to worry about it. This is not our climate or our problem. I'm wondering whether now that we've looked at this serious devastation, people will be much more concerned about building, construction, and the standards of the way we do things. How will this affect our business and our industry and the way we buy all types of building processes? After the flood in Harrisburg, we were told that we may not have any electric panels, generators, or any major systems in basements. So as a result, you'll walk into a home and you'll see the electrical panel high on the first floor or on the second or third floor, but not in the basement, not anywhere where it could be in jeopardy from water or flooding. Well, if this had been the situation in some of the New York hospitals, we would have saved a lot of not just inconvenience, but a lot of danger and time and expense and an overall major problem. Well, they tell us that these storms are going to be with us. We've had three the last three years, and this is more than we've had in a hundred years. If this is the case, it really does demand our attention. So whether you are in the design world or whether you are a consumer, consider how the standards should affect whatever you are doing. Be it a small remodel or a little revision you're doing to your property or a major new construction. Now the other thing that I see happening out of this situation is for example in Pennsylvania we have a lot of companies doing factory built construction. Example, I had a client who wanted 76 motel rooms with bathrooms and storage and so on and they wanted them in less than 90 days. 
and the only way that I knew to accomplish this, especially since their decision was made in January-February and they wanted them delivered and occupied by May, was to factory build them. Of course, the first thing we had to check out was could you deliver them, because there are many situations where you simply can't make the delivery due to certain components of construction along the highways or wires or whatever. But after we formulated that they could be delivered, we started the design and basically created marble bathrooms, beautiful quality appointments in every respect. Everything was completed in the factory. And by the way, these rooms were less than a 32nd of an inch off. Look at your building. See how square it is. I doubt very much that you're living in any spaces which are this accurate in measurement. What they did is they built a model for us. And after we approved it and determined that every light switch and outlet and all the plumbing details and the fine things were just the way they wanted them, then they went on to build the additional 75. They were delivered on time, the foundations were prepared, and they lifted the roofs and put the shingles on on site. A very sleek operation. And as we look at the capabilities of Pennsylvania's manufacturers today, it's very likely that they could deliver 10,000 or more to New York City within a period of 60 days. And there's another wonderful part. With all of these units, there is a state regulation that requires a warranty of 20 years for both electrical plumbing and all basic components, which means that if you have one of these facilities, you don't have to worry about repairs or maintenance for quite a long time. Think what this would save the city for their public housing situation. They're telling us they need between 30 and 40,000 units. Just imagine the maintenance cost on these units and what it would save the city over that length of time. So it isn't really the cost because very often the cost is less to factory build than to stick build in the field. But it is also the issue of what is the long-term cost. Even if you are spending 10% more or so. That is nothing compared to your overall costs over a period of five or 10 or more years. Will this situation bring forward many different building opportunities and many different demands? That's a question that I have and I feel it will be answered very soon. I feel that the average person will be looking at why aren't we doing it? Is it a political issue that's holding us back? And if so, we won't tolerate this. We want good building standards. And I hope that we do get something positive out of all the suffering 
and problems that have been caused by this natural disaster. It's unfortunate, but yet in many cases, it is wonderful, the things that do result from this type of situation. Let's make something out of it. Let's say that this changed and improved our quality of life and our building standards. And we all look forward to these better buildings of the future. If you have any questions or you'd like to speak to Mary, please send us an email at interiordesigntoday at aol.com. Thanks for listening.